Hello and welcome to the PR department podcast. You're through to your host Katie Braden and this is episode 47. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, as always. Um, and I've been... <laughs> I've been deleting a lot of emails recently um as in the email lands in my inbox I read it and I instantly delete it and I know that this is very common practice for a lot of people like for example I think about journalists a lot like they must receive so many emails and so many pictures on a day-to-day like they must be either constantly just chinning off emails or just deleting loads without responding um and usually even if something's not right for me like I will always respond because I think I'm a PR and all connection and all communication is networking and I think you should make that effort to respond even if it's something that maybe isn't right for you because it might be right in the future okay so I'm a very I'm good at responding to emails like I will nine times out of ten respond to everything even if it's a we can't do this or it's not for me or blah 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 right but recently I've been point blank just deleting emails without so much as a response because the email etiquette is so bad I don't think it even deserves a response yeah it's going to be that type of episode um so I just wanted to talk about some things that I think warrants a delete and hopefully this will help people get better emails and then I'll have to start responding to them all okay so I reckon I have five five very strong reasons why I would delete an email and I'm just going to tell you why so then you cannot do it to me um so the first one and I'm really big on this and I don't know if this is like a pet peeve like personally of mine but hi there emails send me sideways and the reason for this is quite simple my email address has my name in it twice not once but twice so like for example okay if I'm reaching out to an influencer and they have a generic like management email or like an agent's email I will write the email to their agent so for example if I'm reaching out to an influencer called Paul right for example and then his agent is called Alice right it will be like alice at management.co.uk okay I can see that because I'm not blind I have eyes um so even though I'm trying to reach out to Paul and the information in the email is for Paul I will pop Alice's email in the to Alice part of the technology and then I will write the email and I'll be like hey Alice because Alice is reading the email and I'm emailing Alice sorry guys this is making me irate um and then obviously I'll say would you mind sharing the below with Paul or sending Alice the information saying would Paul be interested because obviously I know that the email is going to Alice it's not going to Paul so I think it's even rude when you would do like Alice's email and then be like hi Paul like it's not Paul and you know it's not Paul because it says Alice in the email address god damn it so that's like I feel like okay 
if you put hypole, you know, there are worse evils. But for me, you're emailing me about something. You've got my email and it makes it worse when I'm the only person in the email as well. Like I will let it slide if I'm like in CC or like with some people or whatever. But if the email is directly to me, bear in mind my email has my name in it twice. So it's Katie at Katie Braden. Not going to give my email. (laughs) I'm joking. You can find it on my Instagram. But it's on there twice. So like you had to type my name twice to put my email in or you had to look at my name twice when you copy and pasted it. And then you start the email with hi there. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like I feel like hi there is like the lowest of like email openings like that's the one you want to try and avoid the most you know so if someone's got their name in the email like you would just use that name like please please oh my god it just it just shows me that there was no care put in to write in the email like at all and then that makes me think straight away like you don't care so why should I care like especially if it's about something that's really not relevant to me like why should I even respond because you've put absolutely no thought into that email whatsoever it's just like a blanket thing and you're just you're just chancing it like you're essentially cold calling me in the worst way so yeah I've started deleting high there emails obviously I will always read them first and if it's something that's super interesting obviously I will reply begrudgingly but hi there is not it's the worst of the worst even if there's like an info at email or like a general email that's fine put hi there because obviously you don't know who it's going to I like to put like hi whatever the company's name is team so it just looks a little bit like you've just you've just you know who you're emailing or you know who you're trying to email like you know communicate guys please so hi there absolutely not um so number two kind of stems on from number one and that is emailing me asking for money for things but not being specific so for example that the lowest offenders will put hi there (laughs) and then they'll write out an opportunity so for example it'll be like most of the time it's agents emailing about influencers who want to collaborate on sponsored posts um so they'll be like hey this person wants blah 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 for a real story and they're like be uh, they'll be asking for a sponsored opportunity which are really hard to get a few and far between like brands are not just throwing money at influencers especially when they don't know who they are they've never worked with them and they've never tried the product like there's no pre-existing relationship there so The worst thing for me in this instance, and I will nine times out of ten delete this email unless the influencer is really attractive to me, is when I get an email, usually starts with hi there, not to, you know, blanket it over everybody, but usually starts with hi there, which gets my back up straight away. And then they'll be asking for a sponsorship or any campaign opportunities, but they won't even say for which brand this sends me sideways because they're just again just chancing it they're cold calling you so it would have taken them two minutes to go onto my website see who my clients are look 
at which clients um, would be appropriate with the influencers content that they're basically trying to sell me and then say hey thought this would be a great collaboration for x brand or thought this could work really well for this like it takes five minutes it takes five minutes and you're asking me for money and not only are you asking me for money it's usually a lot of money like if an influencer is coming in for a campaign that is like thousands and thousands if not tens of thousands of pounds you're trying to pitch the influencer for this job and you've not even bothered to specify a brand like you're literally just chancing it you're basically just sending an email saying hey I've got an influencer and that's all you're saying it drives me insane and I know that they're doing it to all the other agencies and it might work like one time out of a hundred but it's just such poor form like also how an agent should work in my opinion and how it works best is if they figure out what brands the influencer actually wants to work with then they find brands that are similar to sort of create like a top tier and then a middle tier of brands and then target the brand specifically and say the influencer loves this product or she'd love to work with you on this blah 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 and make it targeted not just I've got an influencer who wants them like a slab of meat oh anyway and then number three (laughs) stems on from number one and two can you believe it this is a rant episode today by the way so if you're not in the mood feel free to skip me um but number three is asking for money again similar setup but i can see i'm in bcc (laughs) like (laughs) i don't think there's any ever excuse for a bcc unless for example like I'm on like round robin emails for like press opportunities to say like a magazine is looking for stories for their October issue. BCC me all day long, babe. Although I do love it when they accidentally don't be BCC and then you can see everyone that they've sent it to, which is really like an email sin. But anyway, when you're in BCC, so you're getting these same like influencer, I've got an influencer, roll up, roll up email. And then you can see that you're in BCC. So they've just sent that exact email, hi there, to all the PRs or all the agencies. So they're literally just standing in the middle of the town square being like, who wants them? Like, anybody's good. We'll take any dollars a dollar. Like, it's wild. wild. (laughs) Like, do they get any responses from that? Or is it just like, oh, my boss told me to do it, so I'm just doing it, sort of vibe? Because it's awful. And you can literally see at the top of the email, BCC. Like, it, I know it hides the BCC, but it doesn't hide the fact that you are the BCC. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, like, has this ever worked for anyone? That would be like, right, me putting an email together and saying, hey, I do PR. Hi there, I do PR would you like to pay me lots of money to do said PR and then just sending it to a bunch of brands in BCC like that actually sends shivers up and down my spine just the thought of it like you're not going to win any business by doing that like this industry is based on relationships is based on networking who you know like having good rapport with people get me out of BCC I will delete you if I'm in BCC you better be sure that that email is hella relevant because I will delete you so fast I'm gonna have to go for a lie down after this I think um so number four and there's a very specific company who does this to me constantly and I thought of them when I wrote this down 
And that is sending me something constantly that I've already said no to. Please just update your database. Like, okay, GDPR aside, if you're GDPR listening to this, I didn't say this, but we all have databases, yeah? Agents, PRs, journalists, we have personal databases. That's how it works. Make notes on your database per lease because I cannot tell you I won't say the company's name, but I will say the nature of the email because it pisses me off. I cannot tell you the amount of emails that I get from a specific agency being like, hey, this is random. This isn't an actual email, but the an example. Christina Aguilera is going to the Grammys tomorrow. Would X brand, and it's always the same brand of mine, would X brand like to sponsor her? And I'm like, Number one, X brand doesn't have any products that are relevant to this activity. So we'd literally just be giving you money and you wouldn't actually be able to properly promote this like at all. So you're just, again, you're just asking me for money. I understand that the theme of this list is that I don't like it when people ask me for money when it doesn't make sense. That's the theme. So if you're asking me for money, you better know that it makes sense. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, like, does Christina Aguilera, does this brand want to randomly sponsor this event? And, like, if they email me every so often, fine. But I'm not even joking. They email me most weeks. And it's gotten to the point where I have to just delete the email because it's so irrelevant. And on the surface, yeah, okay, people be like, oh, yeah, of course you want to sponsor celebrities. No, we don't. Because celebrities, nine nine times out of ten, they're tied up in so many deals, they will not promote you. So the most you'll get out of it is, like, a post from, like, a hairstylist or something. Which, again, is great, but it's not going to convert considering they're asking for however much in sponsorship and also if it's like the grammys for example it's such an oversaturated event with huge sponsors so my little hair sponsor it's going to do nothing guys is what i'm saying um and i've said to them so many times like i don't think this brand has any products that are relevant for this style of activity and i kept replying every time don't think it's relevant don't think it's relevant don't think it's relevant it's gotten to the point where i'm just deleting the emails okay and that's what i'm doing protect your peace at all costs um i've got another brand i've got another agency they're all american agencies these are by the way where they'll be like we're doing an influencer trip um do you want to sponsor it and they'll just send like a list of like all of these people with like prices and when i say prices we're talking like 20 grand 30 grand 45 grand 100 grand like crazy they're like do you want to sponsor it funny enough no I don't stop emailing me it's not relevant stop it also I don't know how many times so a lot of my brands as well are regional specific so for example like I have Kevin Murphy but I only have Kevin Murphy within the UK and I can't do any other activity outside of the UK of course you're not going to know that it's the inner workings of a company But if I've told you 275 times that I'm limited to working regionally within the UK, stop emailing me about American opportunities. Do better. Make a better database. Put notes on it. Do what you got to do right on the back of your hand. I don't know. But I've just started deleting the emails because it's just utterly pointless. Utterly pointless. I read them every time and I think, oh, well, that was a waste of 10 seconds. And then number five, which 
is possibly the one I get most annoyed about. And it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, boy, does it get my back up. And I didn't used to delete these emails. I used to respond to every single one. And I just thought, you know what? I'm not wasting my energy on this anymore. And I'm also going to say as well, it was the same person doing this to me all the time. And that is trying to poach my clients. (laughs) So I went through about a year, a year and a half, where every fashion week, so every six months, so twice a year, this girl, same girl from the same agency, I'm so tempted to say their name, but I'm not going to DM me if you want to know. Um, I'm joking. I'm not joking. I will tell you, tell you her name as well. Um, so I would get an email from this agency twice a year saying, hi, we're doing a showroom. And showroom is basically like an event that PR agencies do around fashion week where they get all of their brands and they put them in one space. So it makes it really easy for press to come around and see all of the brands in one go and see like all of the new collections or all the new offerings. And then what they will do, so they'll have all their clients that are on retainer, they'll be there by default. And then they'll try and recruit brands in to be part of the showcase. So essentially what a brand gets, they pay to be involved, which is usually thousands of pounds, by the way. They pay to be involved and they just pay to be there. So like anyone who comes in, so like celebrities, stylists, PRs, influencers, you would be essentially be in front of people who you wouldn't have necessarily attracted maybe on your own. Like it's about tapping into like the PR agency's database and people contacts, right? So that's fine. That's the showcase. But they would email me constantly asking for my one of my brands who I've represented for years, by the way. So like it's not even like it's a new thing and it could have possibly been a mistake. Um, also, it's listed everywhere, like Fashion Monitor, Diary Directory, like all of our industry, industry databases where you can find out who represents who it's listed. So like, don't give me that nonsense. Also, I'll tell you another reason why in a minute, but let me just finish this train of thought. So they email me um, asking if my, if the brand wants to show, so like pay a one-off fee to be included in this showcase, which number one, no, because it's being shown under your agency. Therefore, the presumption is that they're your client. So no, obviously. And then it goes on to say, and if you want to come on board and be one of our clients, if you do our showcase, we'll give you a discounted rate. So they're then saying, come into the showcase and then afterwards we'll represent you at a discounted rate. So you're just poaching my client. You are just poaching my client and I don't appreciate it. Um, I'm trying to now loop back to that thought that I said I was going to delve into. Oh, yes. So I get it, right? I get it. Times are hard. Also, PRs, they have to contact brands. Otherwise, how on earth are they going to get new business? I've done it myself where I've contacted brands not really knowing if they have PR or not. Or even, to be completely honest, if I know they've got PR, I don't ever do it to independents. If there's any like freelance people or small companies, I try. If I've ever done it to anyone like that, it's because I genuinely don't know. But if I look and I see like a massive agency has got this brand it's a massive agency, like I'm going to reach out anyway because it's no skin off their nose. But if it's like a freelancer who's looking after it, I won't even send the email. Some people will and that's absolutely fine. You know, dog eat dog world. It's competition. It's tough out there, babes. We've all got to eat. I get it. But like they 
that's what I was saying. This is where I'll excuse it. So with some of my clients, um, they'll have like a press email or um, like they'll put my email as like the press contact. And a press contact is the PR, right? Everyone knows that. There's no confusing that. But what gets me is this agency in particular who was emailing me twice a year, every year about trying to poach my one particular client. It was always the same client as well. They were emailing me directly. So going back to the very first point with my hi there, my name is in my email twice, right? But it also says PR. So my email is katie at katiebradenpr.com. It doesn't, it's so obvious that I am a PR, katiebradenpr.com right? I am a PR. It also, you know, I don't have a business address. So it's not like PR at nameofthebusiness.com. It's not a general address. Like it's my specific freelance address with my business name in it that says PR. That would be the equivalent of me emailing another freelance PR trying to poach a client, but just emailing them directly. Like, The thing is, if you're going to try and poach my client, at least be smart about it. Like, at least send an email to the brand. Like, when you go onto their website and you see me listed as the PR contact and it's like an independent person's email, maybe email info at brandname.com, you know, as opposed to me. Like, and the worst thing is, they weren't even CCing the brand. They were literally just sending that email straight to me. And I'm just like, what do you think you are going to get out of this? Like you're emailing me directly, the audacity. And not only have they done this, okay, if they've done this once, maybe I could let it slide because like, okay, do your due diligence, but also whatever. So they did it to me once and I emailed them back quite politely saying like, I don't appreciate you trying to poach my client, but in like a nice way, right? Fine. They then did it again six months later. So I emailed them back quite strongly worded this time being like, I don't appreciate you trying to poach my client. Okay. Then it happened again. (laughs) I was like, nah. And I kid you not, it still happens to this day and it's the same person. Like, I don't know whether they get to this point in the year and they just open their database again make notes on your database people please because you just look like a moron and like I know who you are also like the industry is small um but now I get those emails and because I like to protect my peace and I am in fact a zen master I delete them because I just think there's only so many times I can show with this girl (laughs) you know (laughs) so that is my list of reasons why I would instantly delete an email um and I'm sure there's actually many more so I could probably make a part two to this um so if you have any reasons of your own I really need to hear them you need to send them to me at the PR department on Instagram um either in a comment or in a DM whatever you want but I need to hear it because as much as I ran like these are also quite funny to me and I do thoroughly enjoy an eye rolling to Mars every single time someone does it to me especially the last one it just 
if anything she just reminds me that it's that time of year again do you know what I mean it's like when the Christmas advent calendars come out in the shops like so and so so and so emails me trying to poach a client it's like oh it's that time of year again like it sort of makes me check myself like oh has it been six months already um it's my version of the Christian calendar um yeah so (laughs) I hope you enjoyed that very ranty episode um I will be back on the next episode talking about something else um and I hope to see you there